0: what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 70, volume 3 of the world's most... Spooktacular podcast voted on by witches, warlocks, and people dressed up like baby Yodas. Well, of course, it's the Halloween edition of Big Fan. Ha 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 ha. My name is Chad Easton. I'm a big fan of walking to clients' offices and staring at bowls and bowls of free candy. Watching your neighbor put his Halloween inflatables up in his yard as a strong gust of wind comes up and sends $500 of skeletons, witches, and Frankensteins toppling down the street. And last but not least, putting the song Thriller on a loop in your office and watching people try to dance like Michael Jackson when they think no one is watching.
2: Very spooky. (laughs) Very Very spooky. That is so spooky. And the laugh? Horrible. (laughs) Horrible. My name's Hank Imer. I'm a big fan of the temperature dropping just enough that you know that summer's in your rearview mirror, watching young parents deal with a two-year-old freaking out in a public place, and a surprise trip to Game 1 of the World Series. Ooh la la, Hank! Ooh la la!
1: So Halloween weekend is upon us. It, it seems like we've already had our trick or treats from last weekend, right, Hank? <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> you should have seen his face right there! Wow! For those that didn't, know, no, no, Moose is usually in another room. Our producer and he is actually in the room with us right now, and it's unfortunate that he had to witness what he just did. It was gross.
1: Pretty incredible. So Hank, yes, let's uh, inform our wonderful audience because we've been gone for about two and a half weeks. We're back now full force on October 28th, just a couple days away from Halloween. So you just went on a trip. So did you. And I did too, of a lifetime. Let's start with yours. Yours was a little bit more spur of the moment while mine was planned for the last year and a half. Right. Let's start with the spur of the moment.
2: So Monday morning... I started thinking about the World Series, okay? I started thinking about going, this is, you know, this is my big day. I love this, you know, I love baseball. My little boy loves baseball. We watch a ton of it. And uh, I've never been to a World Series. I've been to NLDS, NLCS. I've been to a load of games, but never been to a World Series. And my boy at 12 years old is right at the time where he's interested. He knows every player. He wants to to watch all the games. So I said, can I pull this off? Well, I can't this weekend because we have – games and I'm a coach and I can't I couldn't do it and this weekend is when they're in Atlanta. Right. So they're gonna be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I thought I can't do it. We can't do it. Well, all of a sudden I start thinking, What if we go to Houston and watch these games? Nah, oh, that'd be stupid. Crazy. Crazy. Crazy thought. Well I start looking online and actually the tickets in Houston are cheaper than the ones in Atlanta. Hmm. So, I call a good friend of ours up just real
1: quick. Just out of curiosity, give me a range of pricing for world. I've never been to an event like that. Never a final four, or Super Bowl, World Series. Okay, give me a pricing gauge.
2: Okay, so the uh, the ones in Houston are cheaper. Mm-hmm. Standing room only are about four hundred dollars. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Standing room only. We're about $400. I think the ones behind, I think it was a hundred thousand dollars for a box. (sighs) I think it was $22,000 or so for this row of seats right behind the plate. Okay. Atlanta is double almost. Atlanta standing room only is a thousand is a thousand dollars. And it goes all the way up to Lord knows what else it would be. So you're around all these corporate people that have them. Your season ticket holders got them for about Face value, whatever, 350 or whatever that is. Mm -hmm. Um, So we were in, you know, around a bunch of Astros fans. But so I I called a good friend of ours and I was saying, hey, what are we – you need to talk me into this, man. I want to do it. I want to take Harris there, but I just don't think I can pull the trigger. And he talked me into it. And five minutes later, he called me back and he was like, we're going with you. Mm -hmm. So we bought four tickets, a hotel, flights, uh, a car to pick us up from the airport. Wow. We did it. And the next morning we didn't tell our boys the next morning I turned off Harris's alarm clock and he usually gets up at 10 after six at six 30. He busts into my room and he was like, I overslept. I said, you didn't oversleep, buddy. <laughs> That's a trip. I turned off your alarm and he yeah. was like, w- w- why? I said, cause we're not going to school. We're going to Houston to watch game one. Unbelievable. I was dead asleep when we walked just, in and chills <laughs> came through I, my body. I
1: got chills right now. You just tell them the right story. Right there. It's fabulous. And
2: he was like, are you kidding me? I was like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. You got to get your stuff ready. He was like, is that why my Freddie Freeman shirt's out on my dresser? I said, Beautiful. that's exactly Freddie. why it is.
1: Way to go, daddy. That's awesome.
2: So we, um, we got ready, jumped in the car, grabbed uh, our good friends, headed to the airport, flew to Houston, landed, had lunch. Went in. Just went on in. Really? So yeah. how many
1: hours prior to game time are you inside here? Three and a half. Three and a half.
2: Three and a half. We up. got to watch uh the Astros take BP in field. Then we got to watch the Braves take BP. Mm-hmm. And uh to watch those guys and it's it, this is the the thing. It's like I've seen a lot of baseball. I've watched a lot of people hit and I mean pros and everything. There's a pro baseball player and then there's like the great. Guys out on the field, and you'd be sitting there and you'd listen to be you know, you're sitting there talking, you'd hear guys hitting, you'd look over and you would be like, Man, that was a hard hit line driver, that's low. And then you'd see somebody hit a ball over the train, three window panes, mm. you know, it was a 500 foot home run, and you're like, Who in the hell is that? Mm-hmm. And it'd be like Correa right. or Bregman or, you know, Austin Riley or Freeman or somebody, and you saw the difference between the superstar. And the Major League Baseball player. Right. And uh, so we watched the game, had great seats, great people around us, um, you know, had a bunch of World Series food, fair. Did you get a hoodie? I didn't get a hoodie. You know why? Why? Because I, I, hey, I'm not no punk, all right? (laughs) I'm not no punk, all right? I rolled up into Houston with Atlanta gear on. Yes. Jump me if you will. I got a 12-year-old, so you're probably going to go down there. I felt really good about that.
1: <laughs> Any heckling, though, because of A the, little bit. Yeah. A
2: little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everything in Houston Stadium was World Series, but it was logoed with Houston. Gotcha. And so I wasn't going to get that. I ordered Atlanta stuff sure online. You, sure you did. Hey, I'm yes. going to get mine. Don't worry. I'm going to get <laughs> mine. That's for sure. But I got the logoed stuff on there. I will tell you, you talk about heckling. People are like, oh, like downplaying us when we're sitting there and they're like, oh, you're in the sea of the Astros here, you know, it's going to be a tough thing. Sol- Soler, who hit the home run on the second pitch, right. sucked the air out of that place. Yes. I mean, it was super loud when he hit that ball, sucked the air out of there. And we all jumped up. It was awesome. Me, Michael, Tucker, and Harris jumped up, you know, high five in, screaming, everything, turned around and all those guys were like, you <laughs> son of a gun. Uh-uh. You son of a gun. They couldn't do anything. Right. We had some 12-year-olds with us. Right, right. So uh, it was great. A lot of fun. Game got over about midnight their time. Mm-hmm. Go back to the hotel. Fall right asleep. Wake up at seven. Rush to the airport. Um, flight was supposed to leave at nine fifty. Got delayed, 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 delayed because of this storm we're getting right now. Okay, is because of this storm. We ended up getting on the plane at one oh nine. Sat in the plane at the gate till two thirty, and then uh, left. Got home about about five forty five. Got in town almost seven o'clock. Tired, yes,
1: that sounds like quite the adventure, sir. And I would bet you would do it all over again in a second, right?
2: Yep, I, in a like without hesitation, sure. I'd do it. I mean, for there was first of all, Harris told me thank you probably 30 times, right? So I know he appreciated it, but the other thing is, is there is no substitute for time being spent like that, Ingo. and go and. I mean, he's going to remember that when he has a kid Mm -hmm. taking off work and he's going to think about, "Ah, I can't take off work. I can't. And then he'll remember that event. just, he's going to say, screw it. I'm doing it. My dad did it for me. Let's do it. And, um, I mean, it's going to be one of those things he talks about the rest of his life.
1: Stay with him forever. That's very awesome. Hank, I'm so glad you guys got a chance to do that. Um, you know, and you got to see the Braves win too, right? So just, I I mean, that was just like the cherry on the top.
2: I was going to say that's, that's it. Yeah. That's Perfect. it. Went, watching them win and win well because last night they didn't. Man, they didn't play that great last night. No, they didn't. They didn't. And I mean, did you did you hear about Charlie Morton? Yeah. I mean, broken leg, right? broken leg, and he pitched. He threw like sixteen more pitches on Struck that. Struck out two other people after that. Crazy. Dude, it was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. But it was. I mean, it was a lot of fun, and um, you know, seeing like there's people out there. There are people out there who are hammered, falling down, hammered. There are people <laughs> out there just this. You could tell that they're lifer. Astro fans that go to 60 games a year, and they've been sitting in those seats since it opened, and uh, Mm. they know everybody around them, it's a community, and I mean, it was a a great stadium, and you know, sometimes you go to games like that, and if you're playing like in New York, and you're wearing Philly gear, it's... it's, You're checking over your shoulder. Yeah, you think you're going to get your butt kicked, but this was a real family-friendly atmosphere, it was good. Awesome, so
1: good to hear. So that is the story of a successful spur-of-the-moment trip, right? I mean, you just it is. defined a spur-of-the-moment trip that you knocked it out of the park 110%. I'm going to now describe a year and a half in the making trip that we, a group of us, eight of us, had planned. Well, we didn't plan it. Our good friend Kit Cannon, with the help of uh, Julia Matheson, planned this trip to Kiowa, where we would go down in a group Uh, Play one of the finest golf courses in America, the Ocean Course, as well as another course called Osprey. Eat at a fine dining establishment. Have a drink on the veranda at the sanctuary. Rent bicycles. Do this, do that. You know, everything we had on our itinerary. And guess what, Hank? We accomplished it
2: all. And then some. And then some. And then some, yes. I would, I would figure as much.
1: Yeah, so first of all, we'll start, we, we leave on a third. We were supposed to go on a Wednesday night and see Steely Dan in Charleston. Well, Steely Dan, they're about 92 years old, and because of COVID, they were scared they were going to die. No shit. No, no kidding. They they said we can't come. Did you forget you are on a podcast <laughs> right there? They said we can't come play in the South. We'll play in the North, but there's a lot more COVID in the South. I don't know. No, I think they. I think mean, that, yeah. There's I, a
2: lot less people wearing masks.
1: Yes. Yes. So anyway, canceled. So we're like, dang, that was going to kick off the weekend, you know. But anyway, we may do. We left Thursday morning eight o'clock, cruised into Charleston. I'm sure you may do. Oh, we definitely may do. One of our good friends, Frank Young, who went to Charleston took us all through campus. We got to go through his stomping grounds, with the bars he went to, the places he would hang out, and then we ate at this incredible oyster restaurant called raw something or another. Can't even remember the name, but it's it was fabulous. And I heard you visited maybe a place he
2: lived as well.
1: Yes, we did. We okay. did. Okay. Yes. All right. Oh, uh, his little apartment or what? all the places down in Charleston, is just the coolest place down there. So three or four hours of Frank telling us stories about college and showing us the places. What a great start to the weekend. Pop in the car, get down to Kiowa. Again, didn't know, none of us really know what to expect about our lodging, but we pull into this, I want to say it looked like we were in the Hollywood Hills, right maybe about three minutes from the ocean and Two homes with a big pool right in between us. Between us, so half of the crew goes to the left. We get we go to the right, and we we were fortunate to pick the right side because that was the dope house. That's what we called it after the trip. The dope house. The other house was fine, but just not dope. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Two different homes. So we were in the dope house and um, four bedrooms. A fountain. We have a fountain. We have a baby grand piano in this place. I mean, this is. Who does un- this guy I think <laughs> he is? <laughs> it's all- we walked in and we were like, we don't belong here. This is crazy. That's we, for sure. We definitely do not belong That's here. That's for but, sure. You know, we made the most of it. Ate at the finest restaurants, as we say. We sang a lot of music, hung out by the pool, and then the plan was to go to bed at a very decent hour on Thursday. It's
2: always the plan, Chad. It's always we the plan. We tee
1: off at 930 sharp at one of the world's premier golf courses in the world. You're looking at a picture of it right there. Do not it. want to come the to this course, course.
2: hung over. You Definitely want everything, everything to go. And yes. I cannot wait to hear about the, the carrying of the alcohol. Go. Okay, yes.
1: So, you know, alarm goes off at 7, snooze, snooze, whatever. All of a sudden, it's 8.30. we got to be at the golf course at 9.30. And I'm with some folks that are in the kind of – they all stayed up late with me too. And so – Can we get it? Get "Get up, guys! One hour till tea time, and they're just dragging. Can't can't forget this too. We have a free breakfast. You know that we. I was willing to bypass the free breakfast. One fellow in the group was like. I have got to get something to eat. We have to go. I was like, we're going to miss the tea time for a bagel. And he was like, I got to get something to eat. So we drive the opposite direction of the golf course, the opposite direction to go to the little resort area where there is a bagel and a coffee machine. Right. I, I Who is that, this gluttonous that
2: person bag. that we need to just The breakfast spot
1: was, beat. was dope, but we didn't need to waste any time. We told them our predicament. They jumped on it. So a couple bagels, bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich, four coffees. Boom, we're back in the car driving down to the ocean course. It is 920. We are pulling in. I mean, you know, our tea time is in 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Got a little time for the range <laughs> there, sir? Sorry, so... <laughs> so Just topple out of the car, I mean, looking banged, you know, looking banged up. But we get to the, uh, you know, we get to the range. I think we had time to hit one ball. We get introduced to our caddy. The caddy takes us right to the tee, and we are off. We are off just like that. I mean, it was like a whirlwind. You know, we show up, get our bags out, put them on a the cart. We walk to the uh, driving range, hit one ball. He says, you are up. Boom. We walk over to the, or we get into a cart and they take you to the first.
2: Team. See, this this whole yeah. thing all started without a, a very important detail because we got to get, we have to get these people <laughs> detail, in the, the head important. space of, of where we're at. Of course. What was the time that we went to bed? What was well, the time?
1: I, <laughs> I don't see how this is a very difficult t- It's, 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 t- It's before 2.30, let's just say that. It's in the realm of 1 to 2.30 in that realm. I
2: like that you can't remember (laughs) what time that was. I love it that you can't remember. And we're talking about, you're talking about an hour and a half that has left your head. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, Visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative. We tell your story.
1: Just don't even know where it went. It w- I remember it perfectly. I'm just telling you for our listening to audiences between one and two thirty. All right. Okay. So anyway, we're at the golf course. Boom. Everything is. It's a whirlwind, but we're there. It is gorgeous. We take a picture of all together on the first tee. You know, just happy to be alive. Happy to be with these people and be alive on this golf course. Get to the tee and I'm a sh- little shake. I'm just sh- not, I'm shaking from nervousness. We're on the first tee. So a little shaky. They let us hit two. My first one goes astray. It goes far astray. But the second one barely gets over this little valley with weeds and stuff. I mean, it's about three yards over it, but it's safe. Safe. Safe and clear. Yep. We move on, get to the next shot. I hit it pretty well. I make a par on the first hole, fella. I make a par on the first hole.
2: On the second ball you drove, though. Let's, <laughs> let's put in that extra. draw. That wasn't your first. Everybody gets to Is take it par two. four? Yes, par four. Everybody Score gets, a six? Everybody I got gets, you. Everybody gets to take two
1: <laughs> off the first. Anyway, we're going in par.
2: You cheat inside. <laughs> I'm going to remember this whenever I play with you.
1: One felt John Mills birdied. Birdied the first hole. So I did one. he hit a second no, tee? No, he, he oh. played it legit. Everybody gets two off the first. You know Not on a rule. course like that, brother. Whatever. The caddies did look at us like, what are y'all doing? Hitting two? But yeah. But you know. So anyway, it was cool having a caddy, too. We'll talk about that in a minute. But we get to the second hole. Another par. Par, par, start. Par, par. Par, par, start.
2: And then? The wheels. The wheels.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The wind wasn't blowing too hard. It's about 5 to 10 miles per hour. And in my mind, I was like, does the wind feel like it's really gusting harder now (laughs) on hole three? And they're like, no. I just felt like it was. And so the caddy, this is the cool thing about the caddy. He'll pull the club out and put it in your hands Hit this. Hit that, He's yeah. taking into consideration the wind and everything. He said, it's 187. Hit this club. Well, the yardage only says 153. Oh, yeah. Right? And I'm like, what? And he said, hit the seven wood. Hit the seven wood. I was like, it's only 153. He said, trust me, and hit it right at the stick. Don't hit it to the right. Hit it right at the stick.
2: Sir, this is not a shot I can make. Are you putting that? Are you taking that into account? Because I cannot pull off this shot. Yeah. So, okay go ahead
1: yeah yeah so anyway i don't listen i do listen to them with the club selection because it is perfect those caddies know everything they need to know about where the wind is coming left to right all this stuff where the green how to read the green so i don't trust it because the stick is over here and the ocean is right here right so stick ocean to the left very close um i am uh, so i'm i want to aim right i'm aiming right i'm scared of the ocean so I aim right, and, of course, he had taken the wind and all this stuff into consideration. So my ball, whoo, I mean, it just blows. It's gone. Yeah. It got in my head after that, so I went straight, triple, 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 triple. How about that? <laughs> How about that? And now we're on hole eight, and he said, guys, the next six holes are going to be the hardest holes of your life. I was like, what about the last six holes? Those were the hardest holes of my life. So anyway, I lost, end up losing twelve balls. I probably shot ninety six. One dude shot eighty in our group. Pretty, Mm. pretty impressive. Are you kidding me? I am dead serious. Shot eighty, and we didn't play from like we played at the like you know there's whites and blues where we play. They have like three, and so we played the middle one. So whites and blah blah and blues and then championship. So we're in the middle, but anyway make a long story short, it was phenomenal. Uh, I can't say better things about the golf course. It's probably, probably, definitely the best golf course I've ever played in my life. Right. Yeah. And one of the best experiences, I hate that I started getting the the hook. I don't ever hook it. I started hooking it, and if you hook it on that golf course, forget it. You're going to lose a lot of balls.
2: You are going to lose a ton of balls. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So... What normal people would do after a round like that. See that picture of that? There's that, that the, beautiful this, clubhouse, that clubhouse right there. Yo, yeah, Right out there, there's normally rocking chairs. You can sit right out there and watch people come. But no. What do we do? Half the group sits right in the rocking chairs, has a drink. The other group gets in the car and goes to another golf course to try to play 18 more. And that was the group I was in. Why? Why? We were a glutton for punishment. Why? We, just, we were like, we're out here. It's beautiful. Let's go play some more golf. Anyway,
2: we had a fantastic Why would you go anywhere I, 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 after this I, 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 course? I, I, I mean, they, they, yes. it's like. It was
1: a poor decision, a poor decision. But we, I don't know. You know, we just had this golf bug. Hey, this is great. Let's keep on playing. Well, so it'd, be, this,
2: it'd be like playing Hampton after. I mean, you know, it's like a complete sure, letdown. Sure.
1: Those golf courses aren't anything like Hampton, no. but they won't compare to this. This is one great story though. we leave. The four guys, they're on the rocking chairs. We leave to play golf. They stay there for three hours, meet the CEO from Krispy Kreme. He's playing the group behind us. He They come home with, like, eight dozen Krispy Kreme donuts, you know, 12.
2: That cat just donuts. keeps them in his car? He, he, I he mean, what, you got a mobile a donut maybe
1: truck or something over there. They had they brought all these hats back, all these tchotchkes. I mean, I, we missed out on all of that because we had to play more golf. But anyway. I
2: find that hilarious that the CEO <laughs> just has all that crap in his car. And I'll let you Is that see, not ridiculous? I'll let you
1: see a picture of him, too. He was having a big time on the golf course. A big time. You know? Lots of Krispy Kremes and followed by maybe, you know,
2: some cold ones. Some cold <laughs> ones? Some cold ones, Some yeah. cold ones? Yeah. So, I, you know, I got a ton of grief for you because I didn't, certainly wasn't. This is whenever I go to a good course, I respect the rules and, you know, we play and then we go to the midway point point, we maybe have a drink there mm-hmm. and then we finish and we maybe have a drink there. A lot of people concerned with you carrying a cooler. <laughs> we got a lot of conversation like, sure. who is this guy? taking coolers on the course so how did this work out so
1: we got there remember we're running way behind and so i put my bag down and jeremy's bag didn't have a stand so they he had to use a temporary of course
2: jeremy's bag didn't have a stand the guy
1: put my bag down he picked it up he was like what in the hell is in your bag and i was like
2: just stuff. And did he, I not tell you to lighten your bag before you, you went?
1: Yes, you did. So he said, Here, "Here's a bag. Empty out everything that is not necessary." He said, "You don't even have to put a ball in your bag." He said, "We'll give you the balls. We'll give you the tees. We've got towels. We, you don't. It should be a bag of clubs." And that is it.
2: And a bottle of Tito's. So
1: I started emptying all this. I was pulling stuff out. Hank, I didn't even know that was in my bag. You know, like old suntan lotion. You got an old scorecard from here. There's like 12 koozies. You know, koozies just pushed way deep in my bag. So I'm emptying out. (laughs) By the time I've emptied the bag, the bag I'm holding, that's not my golf bag, weighs, I'd say at least 12 pounds. I am like, can you? It was so heavy. But I made sure to keep little Tito's stash in my little thermos hidden in the side pocket. He didn't even know it was there. So you had to when he I, went out I, there. I know, I know. So then we're off, and I've got everything I need. I've got my clubs, three balls, because he said only take three. A couple of tees, no
2: towels, and we're off. What is it? did he give you the stink eye when you opened up that that bag to get some Tito's out?
1: He didn't say a word. He was like, I mean, he got it. He understood. I mean, and I had my Yeti. Carried my Yeti everywhere. You know, it never left my hand. I'd put it down, swing, pick it back up, let's <laughs> move on to the next hole. <laughs> Oh, but there was cart girls too. And there was a you know, at the turn there was a nice place you could buy booze, but how much do you think booze was at this oh, place? Oh,
2: we talking about just like a, a drink? Let's get a six pack. What do you think? A six pack, we're gonna go. Six pack's gonna run us uh twenty eight dollars. Forty eight bones. Forty eight bones. Is that domestic bones. or import? <laughs> what are we talking? I want to know what we're working with here.
1: One liquor drink, what do you think a liquor drink? <sighs> at that
2: rate? Twenty three dollars. Twenty four bones. Let's see how about not take me long. How about Boos?
1: one shot of a little fireball? Let's just think about it.
2: One shot of fireball is going to be $19. 18 bucks, Dude, <laughs> put me on the prices right, right now. Palm oh, olive, dude. got it. It's, it's $7.96.
1: <laughs> oh, man. so But it didn't matter. You know, we were like, let's just, if we're going to do it, let's do
2: dude, it. Dude, don't it's worry about it. When you're there, That's it's kind of like I didn't, when I was buying alcohol and food at the stadium, they, no, nobody ever said it. I'd just be like, can I get two of those beers and a hot dog and something else? And they'd be like, yep. And i just hand right. the credit card, yeah. and I, I wouldn't even sure. listen to them. There, it was probably $84 yeah, for that. And I will find out when I get my statement, but yeah. I'm not thinking about
1: it. Oh, yeah. And that's the same way. We, were, we did not even think about it. So, get I'm going to make the rest of this. I mean, I could go on a, for days about how great this weekend was. You know, I say top five a lot in my life. You know, that was top five. Mm-hmm. You know, I've said that a lot in oh, yeah. my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one was top five. This is, this is easily top five.
2: I kind of worry about, because there's only really should be like two spots in that sp- thing left. Cause you're married, and you have two kids, <laughs> so I'm just I'm just worrying for those those two yeah. spots you keep moving out because it's those two, right? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, okay. yeah, they're definitely it's top marriage, and, marriage and, kids, and your two kids, and births, kids, births, and then there's one, two. two left.
1: Yeah, there's, yeah, one. Two, we'll, we'll put kids, births together as one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so now I have three spots now. <laughs> I have three spots. So kids together. That's Okay. How we do it. All right. You can just kay. say families. One. Like family. Watching. Thank you, Moose. I knew he was here for a reason. That's why he's the producer of the year. Family, one spot. One I four, spot. I have four open spots now. Okay. And Ocean Course Weekend will fall into top five. All right. Of all time. Okay. Played a little bit more golf. We drank a cocktail at this the finest establishment for drinking a cocktail while looking at the ocean called the Sanctuary at Kiowa. Phenomenal. We rented bikes. Didn't think we'd ever even get on the bike. We chose to ride the bike to this wonderful Italian restaurant. By moonlight, riding bikes, by moonlight, come on, to an Italian restaurant? <sighs> Does that just sound so romantic? Seven sweaty Sounds guys. Sounds dangerous Does after that, your day, I well, got to tell you. Well, somebody wrecked three times, and one person got a little lost on the way to the restaurant and had to have another guy come find me, find him? Find me and take him to the restaurant, because I had to pull over, just had to gather my thoughts. And, <laughs> and your I breath. Looked, and I looked up, and... Everybody was gone in this pitch black. I mean, yeah. we're eating dinner at nine thirty at night. I mean, it's it's been there's no lights. You can only see by the moon, really. And I was like, "Hello, guys, <laughs> guys!" Just all by myself. And Kit, thank goodness, knows his the keel, up like the back of his hand. He came. He was like, "Where are you?" I was like, "I think I'm at a bridge." Um, yeah, I'm at a bridge.
2: And I think said, I'm at a bridge. <laughs>
1: he said, I'll be there in 10. So he came back and got me. Then we went back to
2: Do the Do you know gym. the thing I think about is on our last podcast, we talked about a friend that you just put on blast. That you said his name and you were just hammering him about his health. And I thought about this because word on the street is he might have heard what you were saying and got in shape. But that seems like a lot of golf, a lot of activity. Then you throw him on a bike. That seems a little bit reckless.
1: He drove to the restaurant okay <laughs> he, okay he did not okay buy, he okay Answered questions the for me but he, i'll tell you that dude st- st- stepped up to the plate he played fantastic golf he walked the entire time he did lose 24 pounds before he came on the trip he's getting in shape he knew what was in store for him and he took care of it took care of business he also accompanied me in the extra holes after the 18 walking and without a Without a, with nothing. He just, was piece, it was a piece of cake for him. Serves you right. Incredible. incredible. Serves you right, I inspired Shatties.
2: him, sir. No, I inspired no, him. No, you were talking crap about him. So, so
1: anyway, What you're doing. It worked out to be uh, one of the top five weekends of my life. So glad I could share it with uh, those seven d- guys and with you and the
2: audience. Well, thank Except you for them. that. That was, that was yeah. incredible. Yeah. That was a very good experience. Yes. Very good experience. I know that we only have a couple of topics that we can kind of go to, yeah. but... Um, You know, when you're traveling, one of the things that I wanted to talk about is one of my favorite things to do is people watch. And if you've ever gone, which I know you have, gone through an airport and had a few minutes to just sit down and watch people, you have collegiate athletes, you have actors and actresses, you know, that are going through, but you have a lot of crazy people, like crazy, crazy people that are yelling at people. My favorite is the one that you're sitting there at a gate and everybody's just kind of like eating, getting their thoughts together and decides to play an entire movie with no headphones on and it's just blaring out of their phone, right? right? Usually it's in another language. And so you can't like enjoy it from over their shoulder. Well, the, the one thing that I enjoyed the most is I was sitting there and there was this young couple and I said it on my intro. intro there was a young couple And they were put together, you know, I mean, they were dressed to the nines and they were in Houston, they're probably flying east. I don't know where they're going, but um, their two-year-old started to freak out, Mm -hmm. right? And they, I know that they had it, that they were going to have this picture, perfect family sitting there waiting on the plane, (laughs) right? And this kid, this boy wasn't feeling it, right? He starts yelling, crying, throwing stuff. You saw this mom and dad you know, the picture of a Vineyard Vines commercial sure. turned into this dad about beat this kid's ass. <laughs> I mean, it about got violent. And I, in my head, I was thinking, I've been there. I know what they're going with, but I sure do love watching this. How
1: enjoyable.
2: I, I do love watching it.
1: Did he yank? Was there any yanking of the kid's arm or a little shake like this? And <laughs> you shaved? can't shake
2: kids anymore. But I will tell you what, what he did, which stopped it all. He got down in a catcher's position in this kid's face, yeah. and he got about two inches from this kid's face, right? And he pulled his ear. He pulled, he pulled his ear to his, towards his face. He grabbed his ear and pulled it towards him, and he whispered in that kid's ear, and then he pulled away, and they caught an eye contact. And that kid knew who was boss right there. He, he shut it down right there. But I could tell you right there, mama was wiping sweat from under her armpits, and she was having to collect herself. I think the daddy, it was probably 1030. I think the dad went to go get a beer oh, at the bar to settle down. He had to walk away for a minute. But uh I can tell you what, man. People watching the best in the airport.
1: Yeah. You mentioned crazy people. Colin Quinn, I listened to, uh, he was on this podcast I listened to, and he said, airports, in airports, 90% of people in airports, are crazy. Are crazy. I mean, 10% are normal people like us, right? Yeah. But 90% of the rest are absolute lunatics. So just be aware <laughs> next time you're at the airport and in a plane.
2: The lady diagonal from me, she was like bopping around. She had to be on something, right? Yeah. She scratched her leg so much she started bleeding. <laughs> oh, God. And then she was like talking to the stewardess. The stewardess moved her because she was like, You're not health. Yeah, you know, something's not going. Right. Moved her to the back of the plane. And I mean, it got to the point like our friend Michael was behind her and she kept. Like moving back and forth and banging. I thought he was going to punch her in the back of the head to put her out. But, I mean, it is. You're, you're in close proximity that's, with people. That's
1: what I'm saying. That's how you start to realize because you can smell them, see them, you can, everything. They're that close. This person right here is crazy, right? Yeah, so, yeah. anyway. You know
2: he's crazy is people that reuse food. I'm sitting here at a table with a gentleman that took a sucker out of his mouth and put it back in the wrapper. Ladies and gentlemen, Chad East walked in here with a sucker. I had to remind him that we're on air and he cannot keep that in his mouth. He whips a wrapper from it out of his pocket, lays it on the counter so Moose and I can stare at this gross, glistening sucker. It is COVID-friendly. It's like sandwiched between his phone and a pen. It's it's probably going to stick to everything that he touches from here on out. I took four licks off. That thing's brand new.
1: I cannot throw a, a, a full Tootsie Pop away after four licks. You know this and I know that. That's I'm, wasteful. I can that tell you it's been
2: getting hit by this air in here. I'm sure there's more than just a few licks left on that thing.
1: Oh, gosh. Well, speaking of candy, Halloween candy, Halloween is this weekend, Hank. So a lot Great of par- segue. Thank you very much. A lot of parties that we're on have been canceled, but I believe trick-or-treating shall never be canceled. We're trick-or-treating 6th Street, I hear Maybe me? No, not you. But I'm saying it's on. But oh, some yeah, 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 yeah. me candy, but it is on. It
2: is on. Yeah, it's on. Yes, it yeah. is on. We we always do my neighborhood. Right. You know, you go up to Sixth Street, uh, but a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, but I think Sixth Street is a lot of fun. A lot of people. But you get like, if you're the kid, I think after a couple years of it, they realize this isn't a place to go because you get one piece of candy per house. Mine, there's about 40 houses, and you walk away with a boatload of candy. Sure. A boatload. And so I think once they figure out 6th Street in the joint, then they go to a place where they can really clean up.
1: Let them go to your neighborhood. That is cool. That's more candy for me in 6th Street. Yes, more candy. You still getting dressed up? Uh, Of course I am. So I want to tell you this story. So there is an annual Halloween party at Lake Hickory Country Club, right? And so it's all for the little kids. And so the workout facility, you know, the elliptical and all that stuff, is looking outside where the party was. So for years, we have kids that are a little bit more grown. Now, older, right? yeah. Yeah, they're older, so they don't go to the party. But I can recall a time when they did, and, you know, you've got – there were 200 kids, Hank, you know, from little toddlers to, like, you know, 8-year-olds, hitting with light, hitting each other with lightsabers. The mom and dad's trying to corral them oh, yeah. while I'm just on the elliptical, you know, just looking out the window, smiling, seeing a couple of our friends just knock down, just chugs. Mm-hmm. Like straight vodka to get through. Get through that get thing. Get
0: through the get Halloween through it. party.
1: It brought back such fond memories, but you know, more power to them. They'll get they'll get through it one day, but I know the kids had a blast. 300 total people were out there Halloweening it up. That's crazy. On Tuesday? On a Tuesday night, yes. Man. Doing it up.
2: Yeah. I. Do they have a DJ out there? DJ. I used to love that DJ. That they used to have was, Sid the Surf out there. Yeah, bubbles
1: would come out of his... Speakers and all kinds you of stuff. You smoke going smoke on, coming everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it is right.
2: pretty nice. Yes. What are we going to dress up like? I know Bruno Mars is in the mix. You got 18 <laughs> Prince outfits, but like, what else is there? Uh, Hawaiian be, Tom Cruise. Be, that's that's uh, another uh, Hawaiian one. Hawaiian <laughs> Tom
1: Cruise. Yeah, Dom Selleck. Uh, it's going to be a game time decision. Game we'll, time. Yeah, we're just going to let it. See where it takes. Getting your
2: hair cut before? I know you like a, probably, yeah, hard, cut, a, hard, part a hard part before part you get out there. For Halloween,
1: of course. How about you, sir? Going as like a <laughs> sira- sriracha again? A <laughs> bottle of sriracha?
2: <laughs> you, know, I, you know, I went to the doctor recently, and I shouldn't be having that much sriracha anymore. But um, yeah, I'll tell you, I don't dress up, as oddly as that may think. I used to... Uh, uh, just walk about four or five yards behind my kid so I could take a backpack full of beer or whatever. And mm. I wouldn't feel really bad because if people saw me, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, if somebody saw me drinking down the street, they wouldn't associate me with what kid it was, right? <laughs> but now we're deep in the neighborhood and we can't do that as much. Um, so we'll probably just stick around the house, you know, yeah, just just yeah. chill around there. I will not wear a uniform quite like yourself. Yes,
1: okay, we'll be looking for you. What,
2: in- what uh, uniform or uh, costume is Jen on? She on like fourth.
1: She uh, this is probably by Sunday. It'll be probably her third. Yeah. So I'll, we'll talk on the next podcast of how many different what she dressed up as and all that good stuff. Uh, you know, because it's her favorite. It is. It's her favorite I know. for sure. Before we leave, uh, Hank, because we got to cut this just a tad short. <clears throat> I want to talk to our producer just a minute or two about the first event at home. Uh, hum is the new music venue in Hickory that's going to be bringing some fantastic musical guests. The venue itself looks so dope. I heard the sound was incredible. The restroom situation was good. The beer was good. The food was fantastic. Moose, can you enlighten us a little bit about how everything went down that first Saturday? In, uh, for
0: Yeah, it went great. Um, everybody had fun. No complaints, no community complaints. Nobody died. It was fantastic. You know, I, I just think that uh, the best thing that I heard about that entire experience for everybody was um, one, there was so much potential yep. Two, that. They feel they almost felt like they weren't in Hickory, you know, and th- you know, they, everybody was asking about when's the next show and, and all that good stuff. So we're just, we're, we're just pleased as punch with it. You know, that's why we had this soft opening show is basically just a, Feel it out, just dip our toe in before we do a backflip, gainer off the high dive, type thing. We uh, had roughly 300 people there. Uh, We think that we can get a thousand there, no problem. So yeah, we're gonna make moves. Yeah, that's that's, very
1: exciting.
2: That is exciting. You know, um, you're telling me how you know a lot of potential. That's that's good. You know, you start at one point and get to the other. You know, people have been telling that to Chad all his life. Lots of potential. (laughs) Lots of potential. Hopefully he'll reach that one, but not with that stain on his shirt. I really feel good about where I'm at today. This <laughs> yeah. was
1: coffee from this morning. I tried everything to get rid of it. I could not get rid of it.
2: First the thing I stared at when you walked in.
1: I, I saw your eyes go aren't straight. Aren't you going, aren't you going
2: to a meeting right after this? Aren't you going to a meeting right after this? Are we going to a meeting right after this? I'm, do you need it? Do you yeah, need this pullover? I've, you can take I've my pullover. I got a sweater in my Thank car. Thank God, VQ. I'm going to wear it. This like. is this is tough love, Chad edition. Yes, golly, <laughs> it's
1: tough in here today, Moose. It's tough in here. Anyway, uh, without any further ado, Hank. Good to see you, Moose. Good seeing you again. We'll see everyone in two weeks when they come back and check out Big Fan, the Thanksgiving edition. How about that? Oh, oh, wow! wow. I want to hear <laughs>
2: when you come in here. <laughs>
1: All right, guys, peace.
2: He...
0: You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment